So about a week and a half ago I stumbled upon this clip on IG. It was a woman who was busy talking about women and wanting good men and how they don't want them and I found it to be particularly interesting. Not because it's something that's completely different but because it mirrors a lot of the stuff that I've been saying and some of the stuff that I complained about last season. So let me just play the clip for you then we can get into this woman's idea of what women want or don't want in a good man. So here it is. You know what? <clears throat> y'all women don't want no good man. No, y'all don't. Y'all want the thugs. Yeah, y'all want the guys that's gonna break y'all heart. Yeah, you do. You keep on talking to the same type of dudes. Yes, you do. Be quiet. You do. Mm-hmm. You don't want the good guys, the simps. The guys that stay in the house and won't cheat on you. You don't want him. He too boring, right? He too lame. He's not attractive. Girl, uh, you better enjoy that peace that comes with that man. That man offers peace that you ain't never had in your entire life. You hear me? You better get you better get with that man because of what he can do for your soul. You better get with that man for what he can do for your soul. Not for what he can do. Oh, he 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 look good out here. Oh, he fine. Oh, baby, that don't mean anything. The older you get, you want peace and stability and love. That's it. That's all you should ever want from a man. Stop saying y'all want a good man when you ain't even attracted to what a really good man offers you, okay? Okay, so having listened to that, actually, I even feel like I'm about to ditch whatever it is that I had thought of saying. But either way, like, I think it still kind of tracks back to what I was thinking about not too long ago. Because I did Battle of the Sexes a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking about this woman that was talking to Maurice Madeka about how apparently, you know, she enjoys being with, you know, some of these, you know, quote-unquote bad boys out here. Not that that's exactly what she said. But she was talking about how she found her husband boring. She talks about how she loves him, but the guy doesn't leave the house. The guy's in, you know, chasing anything outside of the house. And I came out to question why it is that you shouldn't want a boring guy. And that is actually something that I still do kind of come back to. You know, why shouldn't you want a boring guy? Because if anything, like those ones are the ones that you're the most sure won't cheat on you. That's one. Two, they will probably treat you right but why not go for them? But when I kind of did think about it a little bit more, it kind of reminded me of this meme that I saw like, I don't know, like maybe 10 years ago, some shit, where it was some babe crying and the caption was, woman complains that all the guys that she's been dating are douchebags, continues dating douchebags. Like that was something that I found to be very, very funny, but also very, very true because you find that, you know, it's a babe who's pretty much going for the same type of dudes all the time. All the time. Like, it never really made sense to me. Because the guy's going to treat you like trash. Or the guy might probably be treating you like trash. Not necessarily in the same exact way, but in a similar manner. You know, they end up having the same exact behaviors. But you're still finding the same babes are chasing the same dudes. And every single time I try to make sense of it. Every single time I try to think about it properly it never really made sense to me. Like, the more I thought about it, the less sense it made. And it continued to stay that way up until I sort of started listening to a lot of Jordan Peterson content. And then it started to make sense because there was something that he said which I'm going to share a little further on. Now, at some point, after listening to Jordan Peterson for a little bit, after doing a little bit of research on this, I actually started to realize that the problem wasn't that it didn't make sense to me, or at least it didn't make sense to me in a rational manner. It's that I was looking at one tiny facet of the relationships and sex dynamics that exist in the world that is. 
Like I was looking at one very tiny piece instead of expanding my view and looking at the entire picture. Because the moment I did that, a lot of stuff did start to make a lot of sense. And that was when I actually realized that quite a lot of our mothers have actually been misleading us. And it's not that it was intentional that they didn't want us to succeed, you know, in relationships and dating and shit. Because the thing is, even they didn't know that they were misleading us. You get? Like, they were doing it because they've always looked at it and thought like, you know what? Go work hard. Make sure you're a good person. Make sure you treat people right. Make sure, you know, when you find a woman that you care about, you know, you treat them as well as possible and gonna be pretty good you know you're gonna find yourself a good woman as long as you work hard you chase success blah 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 like that was what a lot of us were taught and that was what a lot of us were told as we're growing up and the thing is it is actually sort of misleading advice because you're told to be a nice person and to treat people nicely which is good when you're a kid but as you grow older as a guy that actually kind of hinders you from moving up especially in the world of dating and relationships because you have to be aggressive as you grow older because now when you're a man and you're in a world that's as unfair as ours is right now the last thing that you would like to do is be you know nice and you end up being a pushover as a result And as a result of being a pushover, you end up actually missing out because people end up passing you and evidentially you end up seeming a lot less attractive to the opposite sex. Like that's sort of like a progression of the set of issues that usually comes with being a nice guy. And not to belabor a saying or anything, but nice guys do end up finishing last. Now, of course, this lady actually did talk about how, oh, you know, you should give the chances to the Sims because they won't cheat on you. They're faithful, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, A lot of women are actually attracted to what Jordan Peterson refers to as monsters because apparently like because there's like a dominance and an aggression with them, then it actually makes them more desirable to, you know, the female sex. And it was something that didn't make sense. But he sort of referenced a book that was written by some engineers that used to work at Google. I'm not sure if they stopped or if they still work there. And it's called A Billion Wicked Thoughts. And it looked at, you know, the different searches that people were having on the internet. And they sort of got to find out what it is that women find desirable. And apparently there was like five classes of monsters that were sort of listed out. And according to Jordan Peterson, he says that they are vampires, werewolves, billionaires, pirates, and surgeons. Yeah, it's those five. Now, from some people who've spoken about the book, they said that that's not completely accurate. And you could replace billionaire with boss and you could replace surgeon with lawyer. Because I think it makes a little bit more sense then. Now, when you kind of look at all five of those sort of monsters it does start to highlight how some people actually end up attracting more women and if you sort of study all five of those you can kind of try and pinpoint what it is that women will want as like a baseline in the kind of man that they'd want and when you kind of look through them you can easily spot out that there's a dominance and there's a certain sense of power that comes with all of those you know sort of sets of people Because when you look at vampires, werewolves, and you can also say the pirates, you can say that there is a certain level of aggression that kind of comes with them being who they are. Because, you know, they're sort of like these creatures minus the pirate who's like a human being. And, you know, they tend to be very aggressive. All the live adaptations and and literal material that has these characters will have them as very aggressive people. You know, save for Pirates of the Caribbean, which I haven't really watched, so I can't really say much about pirates. Now, 
when you look at the boss and you look at the lawyer, they're also very aggressive people. It's mostly in an abstract sense, but they are actually aggressive people. Lawyers are generally just known for being aggressive. You know, people believe that lawyers are always going to be argumentative, blah, blah, blah. And that requires a certain amount of aggression and shit, even though not all lawyers are litigators. Then you look at bosses, for you to be a boss, you kind of have to be an aggressive person to get to the top and shit. So you can kind of see that there's an aggression that's there. You know, there's also that, you know, power and the dominance that you require for you to be there. You know, you have to dominate in your field. With lawyers, you kind of have to dominate and, you know, be the best in class in high school so that you can do law. Then you have to go to law school and, you know, become an advocate and shit. Then you look at, you know, bosses, more or less the same exact thing. You know, you have to dominate in your field so that you can go up the ranks. Then you look at werewolves and vampires. They are considered to be like an apex level superhuman to a certain degree. So it does kind of carry quite a lot of sense there. And there is quite a lot of proof of concept in this when you look at the current media that we have. When you look at the werewolves, vampires, Vampire Diaries was a massive hit, especially amongst women. Teen Wolf, same exact thing. Pirates of the Caribbean, I feel like that one's a little bit more balanced, probably because there's a lot of comedy for the guys. Then you look at Suits. Suits was a series about lawyering and just the law. And it hit massively. You know, you look at any that has bosses to a certain degree, it hits massively. And women actually do end up being super attracted to the figures that end up playing the bosses there. The Twilight Saga is the same thing. So it actually does carry a lot of water. But the question is, why? So I kind of looked into it a little bit and I sort of realized that in as much as guys have a hero myth and we think that it's only a thing for guys, with babes, they also have a hero myth of their own. And I didn't really think that that existed up until I looked into this entire thing where, you know, women are going out looking for, you know, dangerous people, some version of a monster and douchebags and shit. Then I actually realized that a lot of babes do believe that they can fix these guys. Like, weirdly enough, they believe that they can fix these guys. And interestingly enough, also, there's a lot of proof of concept in this in the media. You know, you look at Vampire Diaries, you look at Beauty and the Beast, which is for kids, and you can see that a lot. Like, the whole Taming the Beast thing is actually a female hero myth to a massive extent, and you never actually realize how big of an extent or how much of a hero myth it is up until you actually pay attention and you start observing those bits themselves. And it's very easy to spot that. I think that's why the series called She-Wolf, I think, which was supposedly about this super powerful female wolf amongst, you know, a wolf pack that's only full of men didn't really hit because at the end of the day, like she was the most powerful one. You could say scripting and shit, but it never really picked up to the same level of degree as the vampire diaries and the teen wolves and the true bloods that exist. So it has actually make quite a lot of sense. But back to reality now, I feel like I've spoken a lot about fiction for a very long time. So you kind of think about what this woman had said at some point where she was like, you know what? Go for the simps. Go for the simps because they're the safest option. And over time, you actually realize that what you want as an older woman is peace, stability and love. And I will say for a fact that all of that shit is probably true. Minus the you should probably go for the simps part. Because, yes, peace, stability and love is something that a lot of people who are much older are looking for. And it's something that I've heard from older people 
a lot of times. So I can't refute that. It's just that when you throw in the same spot, remembering the the post that I was reading on Maurice Madeka's IG page, like it actually hurts me to recommend that because if if you know you remain quote unquote a simp and you're willing to simp for your babe and you know she chooses to be with you then at some point she starts cheating on you with some guy that will probably never really be able to sustain her for longer than a couple of months then blames it all on the fact that you're supposedly boring and shit then now that's going to be another problem that we're going to have to start discussing but that's something that I'd want to avoid because I feel like the reason why they're considered boring isn't necessarily because they don't leave the house or because they're going to be faithful. It's just that they don't actually show any possibility that they could actually be the bad one and actually go off the rails and shit. Like, let me even try and put this into perspective because it's something that even us guys kind of have amongst ourselves. Like, as men, part of the reason why a lot of guys will not get into as many fights as say you know the opposite sex to a certain degree a lot of the times why us guys don't fight and we can have a discussion and we can disagree on shit and we can still walk away pretty good is because we recognize the capability for violence in each other and because we recognize that capability then it's not like we're going to try and pick on each other and try to fight each other because there is going to be damage that will be incurred so of course we decide you know what let's just talk this out now with that said If you as a man do not present the possibility that you could leave her and be with someone else, then will she really feel that you're as wanted as you might think? And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that you have to be running out there, you know, flirting with every woman. I do actually think that you being a homebody is still a particularly good thing. It's just that maybe you recognizing your capacity for danger and making it known that you have a capacity for danger might actually help you a hell of a lot more. Now, if that is there in place, then at least she will know that she will have tamed a beast, which is why I do not recommend being a nice guy. And actually, that's sort of my conclusion for this entire raw zone situation that we've been having. I don't think you should be a nice guy. I think that if it came down to whether you should be a nice guy or an asshole, I'd probably say you probably shouldn't be either one of the two. Because if you're an asshole, if you're a shit person, then you're not dependable. But if you're a nice guy and you're dependable you're also not someone that she'd want to be with. I feel like the best thing that you can do is become a dick, you know? Because at the end of the day, if you're a dick, it means that you're good enough, that you're caring, but you're also bad enough because you can be dangerous, you know? Something kind of like that. Although, I might actually be wrong about that, so I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on IG, on Facebook, it is at Breaktime, on website, on Twitter. It is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. The regular episodes resume from next week. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey. And I will catch you guys on the next break.